0: The following is a ray-gun-armed, faster-than-light presentation of GalacticNetcasts.com. Hello, and welcome to the Sci-Fi Film School Podcast, episode 13 for Friday, December 9th, 2011, I am the Inter-Dave, alongside my co-host for the festivities, Mr. Matt Stein. How are you,
1: Matt? Uh, pretty good, Dave. Pretty good.
0: How was your week? Long. Did you do anything right. special? I
1: went to school, and I worked, and I'm seen a mode. Okay. Getting to, be, getting to be that time.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah, you got finals coming up.
1: Yes, next week. I'm burnt out on life. Basically.
0: Well, that's what holidays are for. You get to uh, uh, recharge a little bit, um, relax, take take in the holiday spirit, and get ready for a brand new year.
1: Yeah, well, something something like that. I don't know. I, I was talking to a friend of mine who goes to one of the UW schools, and she has... Next week is her last week, so she has the week before Christmas up until the... First week of February off of school, I get the week after Christmas, the week after New Year's, and then one full week, and I go back to school.
0: Holy cow, man.
1: I don't even get off. I get one full week without a holiday off. I'm like, whatever. I'm not arguing so I can the anywhere.
0: And you've been going to school nonstop. You went to school through summer, too, right? Ever. Yeah. Three years solid, pretty much, it'll end up being. Holy cow. That's a lot of, that's a lot of schooling right there. And then I take a summer off and go back to school. All right. All right. And uh, speaking of school, this is the uh, Sci-Fi Film School podcast where we watch a science fiction movie or TV show, discuss it, and then we quiz you. If you, didn't, if you di- weren't having enough school enough as it is, Matt, we school, <laughs> we school you and then we test you on how much you learned from watching tonight's movie. So let's get into it, shall we? Let's. This week's assignment was the 1984 movie I have actually in the doc, 1994. That is incorrect. Uh, The 1984 movie that launched a whole franchise, The Terminator. And in honor of this movie, I went ahead and purchased a huge (laughs) cassette Walkman. Can you see it? Oh, yeah. you can't see it, can you? You... No, I can't see it, but I can only imagine. No, trust me, I have holding up in my hand... A um, 1980s type of uh, cassette Walkman with AM/FM tuner, and uh, the reason I got this—it wasn't for this podcast. The reason I got this is I have a whole bunch of old AirCheck tapes that I want to uh, put into my computer, digitize, as they say, you know, making making them MP3. And uh, this is this was probably the cheapest way to do it. It was like fourteen dollars at uh, Radio Shack. Well, it's not bad. It's a Kobe. Kobe auto-stop mechanism AM-FM radio cassette player. So <clears throat> it's
1: technically new, right?
0: It is new, yeah. It's brand new.
1: Wow, oh, that's so... I didn't know they still made
0: Yeah, stuff, I, like. didn't, I didn't know that either until I went in there, and I'm like, hey, wow, they still make those? That's awesome. And the reason that we I brought this up is there's, there's a scene in The Terminator where one of the characters... Uh, uses one of those old-fashioned cassette Walkman thingies.
1: Yes, yes. and uh, I don't want to—I don't want to spoil it right now. But there is something that I noticed in the movie that I did not see you have in the document. I'm excited.
0: Okay, I, I'm excited that that you're excited to tell me something I don't know. Ha!
1: It's a good one. It's uh, a really good one. I noticed it, and I was like, I sure hope Dave did not notice
0: this. Okay, I'm I'm ready for it, but. um I just want to point out how 1980s this movie was. This was totally a 1980s movie. Like, if I were to make a, a, a movie set in the 1980s today, I would watch this movie for reference.
1: No, I mean, it really was. They took like the time, they took the, the age at which the movie was made and represented it very well.
0: Oh, yeah. But not overly so either. I mean, they had the they had the the hair and the and the clothes, but not overboard. Because I've seen some movies that took place in the nineteen eighties, and they took what was hip and cool then and like blew it up. It made it even like uh, double the amount. And this was just about right.
1: Yeah, I'm. I was trying to think of a movie where they like overdid the style at the time, I guess, and I couldn't really think of one. But I know what you're saying, and I agree. I mean, it was. Just the right amount of uh, crappy 80s
0: <laughs> stuff. All right. Uh, so let's get into it here. Uh, the Terminator, directed by James Cameron, who also wrote it with Gail Ann Hurd and starred Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Bean, B I E H N. I'm not sure if that's the right pronunciation. Um, Linda Hamilton, who I thought was super cute in this uh, first Terminator film, Paul it Wins. Her shirt. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty hot. Uh, Paul Winfield (laughs) and Lance Henriksen, the film was filmed in Los Angeles. Though not expected to to be either a commercial or critical success, The Terminator topped the American box office for two weeks and helped launch the film careers of pretty much anybody involved in this movie. Um, Three sequels have been produced since this one. Terminator 2, Judgment Day in 1991. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, 2003, and Terminator Salvation in 2009. Of course, we had uh, the Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, that was on TV a couple years ago. Um, The Terminator was selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the U.S. National Film Registry being deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. I'm pretty shocked by that, actually. That's...
1: Pretty funny, even, uh and I guess I don't want to, I'm going to steal one of your notes here, but that Rotten Tomatoes
0: gave it a 100%. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: <laughs> no, it's super crazy. Like, I, I mean, I think Terminator 1 and 2 and maybe 3 are good movies, but I think they're good movies in that they're bad movies. hmm Like, they're good because they're just so over the top. Everything explodes, you know, nothing makes sense. Yeah. Like, none of this is even remotely possible, and that's why they're good to me and Schwarzenegger's in there and he's got some cherry one-liners but
0: and you know and even like the stuff that happened in present day that could like there is there's uh you know gunfights between cops and bad guys even those scenes were over the top
1: yeah no they were definitely over the top everything was over the top
0: yeah but that's that's how they did them. It seems like, uh, especially in the 1980s, and something else I wanted to bring up, and we've talked about this before, is it seems like the movies of the 1980s had more swearing in them than any other time. Like, for for, for no particular reason, there was more swearing than, than there normally is in life.
1: Yeah, and I think, I don't know if they were trying to, like, and we've talked about this before, like, swearing to me kind of signifies uh like a subculture maybe mm-hmm. so maybe to give it like a grittiness to like yeah you should just swear a whole bunch yeah <laughs> it makes seem like an idiot and a badass yeah
0: exactly Let, let's swear a lot and smoke a ton let's have yes. a, let's have every cop in this movie smoke like chain smoke like there, there was no <laughs> scenes that were that, where they weren't smoking except for maybe the scenes where they were shooting at uh the Terminator and the other guy. All <laughs> you right, can't be smoking and shooting at the same time. You, <laughs> have, you just got to pick one awesome activity. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the Terminator was made for six point five million dollars, and it made seventy eight million dollars. So I think they made their money's worth. Um, you figure
1: six point five million dollars in eighty four? That's like 28 30 million dollars now. Yep. Seventy-eight. So, oh man, that movie would have just crushed if it would have came out now. But then again, if it would have came out now, it probably would have sucked.
0: <laughs> they're talking about making another one, uh, rebooting the franchise, and they're trying to get Arnold back. So we'll, uh, see, we'll see what happens.
1: Started. I heard about a a remake of a movie today, and I'm
0: not happy about it. But that's what movie is that? American Psycho. Oh yeah, I saw so the, I, I saw the headline on that. Yeah, mind you, that movie just came out in two thousand. Yeah, that's too soon to make a remake.
1: No, I agree, but that's... that's, Well, we're getting
0: off topic. All right, let's stay on topic and do our review. So, uh, you being the Terminator expert, because you told me last week that uh, you have to watch part two after you watch part... Did you watch part two after uh, watching this one? No, I just finished watching the first one yesterday. Okay, all right. So in, in your own words, Matt, tell us the story of the Terminator. 107 minutes of "Awesome." <laughs> That's it. That's all that needs to be said.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there's, it, it, it's a pretty pretty uh, basic story. Um, <clears throat> one guy comes back from the future to save Sarah Connor. The Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, comes back from the future to kill her, to prevent her from leading the revolution in the future. Is that it? Uh, that's pretty much the bones of it. I mean, kind of carries through the... Uh, I, I can't remember what the third one's about, but it's someone comes back to save someone, and someone comes back to try and kill someone so that in the future they don't try and stop the machines from taking over.
0: Yeah, it seemed like after the it seemed like after the second one they just told they retold the same story. I don't remember the fourth one. I didn't. Re- I didn't like it at all.
1: But I remember the third one. I mean, the third one was a Schwarzenegger. Everything blows up. He carries something really heavy with mm-hmm. one hand. Yep. I mean, that's just yeah. For- it, it, it's a, it, the first one worked. So why not make another one that's the same thing, and why not make a third one that's the same thing, and well, a fourth one that's the same
0: thing? It's, it's typical Hollywood. You know, they, they see they can make money off of, of a franchise, and they just keep on doing it until it's dead. You know? Yes. All right. Are don't you ready not make it
1: until there's no money to be made. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. All right. Are you ready to um, see what we learned this week? Uh, yes. All right. I will go first. We learned right off the bat that the Terminator doesn't have very good people skills. Let's find out. Wash
1: day tomorrow. Nothing clean, right? (laughs) Nothing clean, right. I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six-pack. You're close. Give them to me. Now. Please, (laughs) help (laughs) us.
0: What was happening in that scene was the Terminator had just arrived. He was naked, walking up to a, a group of guys. They were making fun of him. The Terminator asked for their clothes, and they said no, and he basically killed them, all of them.
1: Pulled one guy's heart out.
0: Yep, yep. Which, which brings me to my observation. Okay, I'm ready.
1: The, the leader, the guy with the blue hair, Bill Paxton.
0: I was going to bring that up. I didn't have it in the oh, notes. But I was going to, yeah. And it's the same. He he used that same line, I swear to God, in at least one of the movie, if not two. I think he used it in Weird Science. And there's a possibility he used it in Aliens. Though I don't think so, now that I say it out loud.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't think about, I've only seen Weird Science like twice. I don't remember.
0: He but. was Chet in Weird Science, and I think... Yes,
1: he was. I remember him in the movie, but I don't remember any of his lines or
0: anything. I, I, swear, I swear he used that same line in, in Weird Science. And I'm going to have to find that out. In fact, I have Weird Science in my Netflix instant queue, so I plan nice. on watching that very soon, and I will report back to see if I was right. <laughs>
1: Please
0: do. All right, so what did you learn, Matt?
1: Uh, we learned it wasn't a good time to be named Sarah Connor.
0: All right, here we go. What do you got? Dead girl. I can see that.
1: Sarah Ann Connor, secretary, 35, shot six times at less than 10 feet. Large caliber weapon. What's this? Dead girl, too. Sent over from the Valley Division this afternoon. I'm sure there's a point to all of this. Look at the name, Ed. Sarah Louise Connor. Is this right? You're kidding me. The press is going to be short stroking it all over the place. A one day patent killer. Hmm. I hate the weird
0: ones. All right, so the Terminator was going through the phone book, just basically going in order of all the Sarah Con- Connors. Yes. Wiping them all out. He's not a very nice person. That's what I learned. Oh, not in the first one. First no, one no, yeah, not. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't seen Terminator movies, you got problems. Yeah. Then you're listening to the wrong podcast. Yes. Although we do appreciate you listening. Um, but go ahead and watch a bunch of 1980s science fiction, then come back to us. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, it's my turn, isn't it? It is. Am I? Do I have the right? Okay, yeah. Um, We learned that Sarah leaves really good voicemails. Here we go. Ginger, this is Sarah. Pick up that you're there. I'm at this place on Pico Boulevard called Tech Noir. I'm really scared. I think that there's somebody after me. Uh, I hope that you play this back soon. I need Matt to come and pick me up as soon as possible. The police keep transferring me around. I'm going to give them another try. The number here is Five
1: five nine one seven five. Call me, kiddo. I need your
0: help. And the Terminator was right there next to the machine. And this is after he had killed both uh, what's her face Sarah's roommate and Sarah's roommate's boyfriend. The dirty talking boyfriend. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And I, th- I I noticed a couple of things. The outgoing voicemail message on the machine talked about uh, needing uh, machines. Hi, you've reached the machine, and machines need love, too. I noticed that part. (laughs) And then um, she's at this club called Tech Noir. You know, technology. There was a lot of little things like that in this movie.
1: Did not notice any of that, to be
0: honest. Well, I think you need to pay attention a little bit more, Matt. I was fully submersed in the story. (laughs) See, I I look... Beyond the story, I look for the nuances, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I just watch movies. If I pick things up, I pick things up. Yeah. You don't really concentrate that hard. All right. <sighs> no, no. I have the attention span of a seven year old. All right. So, uh, well, hopefully, it was good enough to find out what more we learned from this movie. Uh, we learned what guys from the
1: apocalyptic future use for pickup line.
0: Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Come on! And that was it right there. That was it. I think. Okay, that was it. Yeah, it was pretty short. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. I think that that'd be a great pickup line no matter what. It's
1: really funny. I mean, they reuse it. At
0: least in the second one. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure in the second one. Yeah, but it's, except that's it's uh, Arnold that says it, and he, yes. and he and he says it to uh, 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 Sarah's kid.
1: Right, right. And I can't remember if he says it in the third one, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did.
0: Yeah. Uh. All right. Uh, so what we learned? We learned from Reese who, what, and why Sarah was being stalked by the Terminator. I'm Reese, Sergeant Techcom, BN three eight four one six, assigned to protect you. You've been targeted for termination. This isn't true. How could that man just get up after you did? Not a man, machine, Terminator, Cybernine Systems model one zero one. Like a robot? Not a robot, cyborg, cybernetic organism. No, he was bleeding. Just a second. Yeah, get it right. It's not a robot, it's a cyborg, stupid lady.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's much of a difference, but. Um,
0: no. Other than the word. Alright, and we also uh, learned this from Reese. Alright, listen. The Terminator's an infiltration unit. Part man, part machine. Underneath it's a hyperalloy combat chassis. Microprocessor controlled. Fully armored. Very tough. But outside it's living human tissue. Flesh, skin, Hair, blood, grown for the cyborgs. Look,
1: I am not stupid, you know. They cannot make things like that
0: yet. Not yet. Not for about 40 years. Are you saying it's from the future? One possible future. From your point of view, I don't know tech stuff. He's got a super alloy tech... No, how'd it go again? Super alloy, oh. alloy combat chassis. Yes.
1: Or, I gotta remember the song title. What is it? Uh, cybernetic orga- Organism Living Tissue Over Metal Endoskeleton.
0: And you're talking about the that band. Austrian Death Machine. Yeah. they, they Is all their songs about Arnold Schwarzenegger or just some of them? No,
1: every single one.
0: <laughs> that is the most awesome thing I've ever heard or learned about in my life, I think. Yes.
1: It's like really, really funny, and then it kind of loses its uh nostalgia, but still it's pretty choice uh,
0: with a band like that, you almost have have to think that uh that would generate more creativity because you know you're writing so many songs about one subject is you have to get creative um i th- I feel
1: like at first they really they did a very very good job, and uh the more and more stuff they put out the Weaker and weaker it starts to get. Okay. Like, I mean, it's easier at this point to do the back catalog, but you've, in essence, they're putting out their fourth CD. They have like one CD and then a double CD and then two Christmas CDs. Oh,
0: Christmas CDs. Nice.
1: Yeah, the new one that's coming out is about Jingle All the Way.
0: Okay. So, So it's like,
1: at what point do you uh, run out of stuff?
0: So if you're going to have an Arnold Schwarzenegger-themed party, that's the music that you want to play?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good, uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Or if you really, really love Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's the band that you should like.
1: I'm going to have an Arnold Schwarzenegger-themed party now. All right, let's do it.
0: Okay, what did you learn,
1: Matt? Um, i got to get out of my iTunes here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We learned what happened after the nuclear war and the machines took over.
0: I think I've got the wrong clip here. Hang on. All right. Um, Yeah, I'm going to play this, but it's the wrong clip for what you just said. I'm a friend of Sierra Connor. I was told that she's here. Could I see her, please? No, can't see her. She's making a statement. Where is she? Look, it may take a while. I want to wait. There's a bench over there. I'll be back. Okay, yeah, I think that last clip that I played was supposed to be for the line that you said. I'm all confused now. Uh, that was, we <laughs> learned that uh, what the Terminator's catchphrase was. That's the first time he used, I'll be back, right there.
1: Yes, and then he subsequently
0: used it in every movie. Pretty much. Didn't he use it in Kindergarten Cop, even? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much what he got famous for, so. <laughs> <sighs> that is funny.
1: I guess.
0: All right, so I'll do the last one since we skipped one. Uh, we learned what Reese was shopping for. Mothballs. Corn syrup. Ammonia. What's for dinner? Plastique. Mm, that sounds good. What is it? Nitroglycerin based? It's a bit more stable. I learned to make it when I was a kid. It must have been
1: a fun childhood.
0: So it was kind of that scene was kind of odd because it seemed like Sarah was trying to lighten up the mood a little bit, and he was being yeah. all serious.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, I'm, I can't think. Of, I can't think of the word I want to use, but it's like meant to be funny, but not really funny, and ends up just being kind of awkward.
0: Was be, was that before or after they had sex? I think it was after. No, I think you're wrong. I think that's before. Because didn't, didn't they have to get up right away after they had sex and boogie out of there because Terminator was coming? Probably. Yeah. I think I'm Which right. I, think
1: it's, I think it's funny that they had time to have
0: sex. Yeah. Well, I think they had to, they had to figure out a way of making John Connor. And that, that, was, that was the only way to make John Connor was for them to have sex. That is true. Sure,
1: it, I didn't even think about that. It
0: had to happen sooner or later. It had to happen sometime in the film. Why not then? They got the ho- yeah. the, the motel room with the kitchen.
1: <laughs> that's a pretty upscale hotel room if it has a kitchen.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, that's what we learned uh, from Terminator. Uh, are you ready to play our quiz? I think so. All right. As I always ask you, Matt, are you sitting comfortably comfortably? Pretty good. Pretty Okay, hang on. Let me turn this down. It's super loud. What was your what was your answer?
1: I'm feeling pretty good
0: about now. Alright. And you're drinking beer too. I am. Is that starting to kick in? A little bit. I'm just tired. Yeah, you seem you seem out of sorts. And I'm- and you being out of sorts is kind of making me out of sorts a little bit. So, Sorry.
1: I'm no. just stuffy and tired. And...
0: <laughs> no, you have school. You have things to do. I don't. So I, I, <laughs> I understand. All right. So this is the portion of the podcast where we ask questions about the movie and see how much Matt and you, the listener, were paying attention. So please play along at home. And we have seven questions this week. And uh, three of them are multiple choice. So are you ready? Yep. All right. Our first question goes as follows. What year was it in the opening scene of the movie? What year was it in the opening scene of the movie? Was it A, 2029, B, 2129, or C, 2229? A,
1: 2029.
0: And why do you say 2029? Because I remember. Oh, okay. That's good enough. Not only that, but... <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Uh, I was going to say, not only that, but uh, the movie takes place in 1984, and we comment about, uh, well, they can't build that stuff now, and he says in about 40 years they'll be able to.
0: Okay, yeah, and then John Connor being born... Um and and Reese actually interacting with John Connor it would have to be in 2029 because in right. 2129 um he would have been 100 and some years old
1: yes yes
0: okay so uh, one down congratulations thank you like we've talked about in the past you do better in, uh with movies that you like and you liked this movie so i
1: swear if you jinx
0: it i'm going to be pissed i'm going to say that you're going to ace this get all of them right uh, I don't know. We'll see.
1: We'll see how easy the questions are.
0: All right. Question two. What was the name? No, hang on. What was Sarah Connor's middle initial? What was Sarah Connor's middle initial? This is not multiple choice.
1: Not multiple
0: choice. You heard it in one of the clips, by the way.
1: Uh, J. Are you sure? Something I can think of is Sarah J. Connor.
0: Holy crap, Matt! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. You just pulled that out of the blue. You just were—you didn't know for sure. You just pulled J out 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 of the hat. No, I was like
1: replaying stuff in my mind, and oh, okay. J made sense.
0: Okay, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> Okay. Question three: What was the name of Sarah's iguana, or whatever that lizard thing that she had? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. It's multiple choice, and I worked yeah. hard on these multiple choice answers, so you're gonna listen to them, damn it. No, that's fine. Was it A. Baxter, B. Pugsley, or C. Mr. Muffin? Was Sarah Sarah's iguana's name A. Baxter, B. Pugsley or see Mr. Muffin I remember when
1: she asks where he is and I remember saying I need to remember that Sam's going to make a question about it
0: yeah see you're getting good at that you're you're seeing (laughs) Uh, right through me Matt
1: it's not Mr. Muffin and I doubt it's Baxter so I'm going with Pugsley
0: holy cow (laughs) <laughs> holy cow and i know that you're gonna get the next one right i know it for a fact i hope so because almost everybody knows this all right question four we are just cruising through these we're gonna to have to talk about something unrelated to the movie at the end of this podcast to, to make up the time <laughs> that works which is always fun um all right.
1: no, i i didn't really tell you about nothing i just have a, a video game date at 9 30 with my boss so
0: oh you do okay Yes. Oh, that's like a half hour away. We better hurry up then. I got plenty of time. All right. So question four. What was the name of the company that built the computer system Skynet? What was the name of the company that built the computer network Skynet?
1: Oh, See, I thought the answer was going to be Skynet.
0: Um, No, that was the name of the system. What was the company that built it? Cyber... Cyberdyne. Good work. The beer is helping. The I call it thinking juice. <laughs> that sounds like something that um, Homer Simpson would say. <laughs> you know, I do love Homer Simpson. All right, uh, five, six. We got three more to go here. Okay. Three more possibilities to get wrong answers. I've already passed, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you're not 100% yet. Need need to get to 100%. 100%. Okay. Uh, When the lieutenant was trying to convince Sarah to get some sleep, how many cops did he say were in the precinct, were in the station? When the lieutenant was trying to convince Sarah to get some sleep, how many cops did they say were in the station? A, 30, B, 50, or C, 300. 30, 50, 300.
1: I'm going to go with 50. Which one? 50. Are you sure?
0: No. 300. And 300 would have been wrong, too. It's 30. I was going to say, 300 sounds like too many in... uh, Uh, You got one wrong. All right. uh, Six. In in the future, in the future, Reese says you can go out at night, but you have to watch out for what? In the future, Reese says you can go out at night, but you have to watch out for these. For what, Matt?
1: (laughs) See, you said three questions left, three chances to get them wrong. I don't know. I'm going to say the machines.
0: You gotta be a little bit more specific than that. Uh, Terminate it it uh it was short. It was it was two words, and he used it, he used a shortening of it. He used two initials to represent the name of the thing that they have to watch out for, if that helps. Two initials. You gotta watch out for blah blah.
1: <laughs> well, no, nah. Trying to think of
0: some sort of logical guess. Um, you can describe you can describe them too. You don't have to give me the name. I'll that- I drawing a blank. I'm just going to say the AI. All right. <laughs> the correct answer is HKs or Hunter Killers.
1: Oh man. Right. Is a spear factory.
0: So. I did jinx you, and I apologize.
1: No, that's fine. I've already passed. So okay. Well,
0: I, you passed. Technically, you passed.
1: But I did not ace it.
0: No. All right. Uh, so, final question. Here we go. Um, and I am pretty much guaranteed that you will get the answer to this one. Where was, <laughs> where was Sarah's mom hiding out during the whole movie? Where was Sarah's mom hiding out during the entirety of of this motion picture? I will accept two answers, either one or the other or both. (sighs) There's one that's more specific and there's one that's more general. Now think very carefully. This is the last question. Your last chance to score. It it takes all the
1: time in the world to figure this one out.
0: Yeah. Sarah's mom was away someplace, and I believe the destination was mentioned at least twice. Once by the police. Once by the police. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 Is that how the... the the music goes. No. Terminator Two. No, the mu- Yeah, the music from Terminator. It's the same thing over and over again. It's the same beat. I mean, I I have it. I can play it. I but, can't. I um, can't remember it now. <sighs> do, do 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 do. Like this. Yeah, there it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyways, do, 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 um, do, I don't know, do, Mexico.
0: Do do do. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'm going to give you one chance to change that answer.
1: <laughs> okay, so Mexico's not right. <laughs> um,
0: Something a little bit closer closer to Los Angeles. Um, I'll give you one more clue. It is a vacation destination. San Diego? Big Bear. Oh. The cabin at Big Bear. Oh, you don't know a Big Bear? Know. It's a, Never heard of it's Big Bear. It's a popular vacation destination for those in California. Specific- See, I was hoping
1: it was San Diego, or as the natives called it, San Diego. <laughs> Spanish for a whale's <laughs> vagina.
0: All right, so that's the quiz. You, got, uh, you uh, didn't ace it, but you, you won the quiz, so that's something.
1: I'm still waiting for my trophy from all the other times I win.
0: We will have to put something together for that. I'll, uh, I'll 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 f- put my thinking cap on and see what I, what I can come up with. <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk about our favorite parts and observations. Uh, do you got anything in sp- in particular specifically?
1: I did like the with Bill Paxton. That part was pretty funny. It took me by surprise. Um, when Reese first says "Come with me when you, if you want to live," I thought that was funny because I instantly thought of the second one. Yep. Um. Some of the Schwarzenegger, like, he, when he goes into the gun store. <laughs> that was awesome, yeah. Guns and the guy is like, and funny thing about that is um, there's a band called Groff Orlock. Okay. And they use that in a movie, or in, a, in one of their songs. Okay.
0: They, they are, use the clip.
1: Yes, every one of their songs uses a movie
0: clip okay. of some sort. And cool. And that's in one of their songs. Um, yeah, I was going to capture that for our What We Learned segment, but it was a very, very long scene. It is super long, uh,
1: but that I think that's really funny because the guy's like, "Yeah, what you see, pal? What do you want?" And he goes, "All." Oh.
0: And I just love the fact that there's shells sitting out there on, on the uh, on the counter when that would never that you'd never have no. shells on the counter just sitting out there. Not anymore, at least. No, yeah, maybe in
1: 1984.
0: Yeah, who knows? Times are strange. Sh- I wasn't even born in '84. Uh, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut the f up! I don't oh, want to hear you say different. that ever again.
1: Oh, sorry, buddy.
0: All right, so that's it? That's all you got? Yeah, yeah, I mean... D- okay, I mean, let me ask you. Does it hold up since the last time you watched the movie? Does it... Does it do, you, do you enjoy it as much now as the last time you viewed it? <sighs> it's
1: been so long. Like I said, if I'm going to watch one, if I'm going to watch a Terminator movie, I would watch the second one. Okay. Just because that's, I mean, it's got better one-liners and T1000s in it, I guess. Yeah,
0: way. and yeah. I wanted to watch this, I wanted to watch part two right away, but it's not on streaming, and I was. It I was, is not. I was but kind I of I sad. Own you own oh. it. Ugh, I hate you. Of course, I own it. All um, right. Um, my observations. I've got a few here written down. I jotted a few observations down. Watching the whole part where Sarah was trying to find a payphone seemed so weird living in the time that we live without payphones. You know? <laughs> with having a everybody has a cell phone on them, even little kids, that yeah like looking for a payphone, it was like it seems so weird. Which it's weird
1: to me that children have cell phones. Like I forgot where I was where I was, but some kids just walking around like throwing her iPhone around and I'm like If I was her age I didn't even get my first cell phone until I was 16. And when I did get it, there was no such thing as a color color display on a cell phone.
0: Yeah, no. At times, it doesn't take very long for things to change. No, no. Between the time that you were a kid and now, a lot has changed. That's like the last 10 years. Like, so much has changed in the last 10 years. It's amazing.
1: Right, right. Exactly. In 10 years, cell phones went from, like, text messaging was... I don't want to say hip, but, I mean, you were just starting to be able to text message 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, no, I remember my first phone, and I remember texting for the very first time. And I remember learning how to very quickly, because you had to go through, we didn't have a normal keyboard. It was the, the regular yep. phone keyboard, so you had to go through each thing to get the right letter, you know? yep. Like, if you wanted to get an H, you'd have to, you know, go uh, FGH, yeah. So
1: I went from having like a a yellow backlit phone that could, like, snake was the cool thing. To uh, I now have a cell phone where, if I want, I can log into my work computer from my phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, no. No. It's crazy. Yeah, like like today. Yeah. Today I was at our, our at our mall, shooting some pictures because I'm gonna do a sh- uh, a video shoot there tomorrow, and I, yeah. wanna, I wanted to take some pictures to kind of prepare myself to to know exactly where I was gonna do this stuff. And what I did was, I took the pictures on my my nice professional camera, uh, thirty five millimeter camera, digital camera. I've got an SD card that transmits the photos to my iPhone. Okay, I took oh, the photos. Wow. I took the photos from the photo gallery, put them in a note taking app that is synced with my Google uh, uh, Docs. So <laughs> I I came home and my pictures that i took at the mall a few minutes ago are on the internet on a google doc that i can download and save on my computer
1: yeah it's pretty cool the stuff you can do now yeah
0: it's oh, handy. it blows the mind it blows the mind all right so uh i think i already talked about this but after ginger was killed at that and that scene with the answering machine talked about how the machines need love too, and the terminator was <laughs> just standing there um, cars were very easy to break into and hot wire in 1984. I noticed that. Yes. Every single one of them, just no problem. <laughs> let's crack, let's crack the steering wheel and, uh, and, uh, cross the wires and start it up so much easy. And, uh, let's see one more thing. I thought that scene in the police station where the Terminator was getting closer and closer to Sarah was done really, really well. Like, You could see the tension on her face as she kept on hearing the people being killed as he got closer and closer to her. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, that's funny.
0: Yeah, very very tense scene. (laughs) What are you laughing at?
1: Uh, I'm losing my mind. Okay. Slowly losing my mind.
0: You seem you seem very giddy. Go ahead.
1: No, I just like I don't know for some reason the tense. Scene. I found it kind of funny. Okay. Because in older movies where it's like supposed to be super super dramatic and everyone's like all freaking out, it always comes across a little cheesy.
0: Okay. So it's just your mind. You got a weird mind. T terribly weird. I'm desensitized to a lot. Okay. That explains so much. <laughs> all right. So let us know what your favorite parts of this movie were were was uh, by leaving a comment on the website galacticnetcast.com you can go to the uh, proper page, you can actually uh, just leave the comment on the page that this podcast is on at galacticnetcast.com you can also uh, leave us feedback by emailing galacticnetcasts at com, or leave a comment at our voicemail number, it is 805 328 3966, why don't you tell uh, people where, pe- where, we can, uh, where they can find us like on the social network networks like Twitter and Facebook and Google Plus.
1: Just stop talking. Let me talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's it. You're never. You're not going to drink beer ever again during the podcast.
1: Uh, die kid, because I love. Um, you can get us on Twitter, Galactic Netcast, no extra S. Uh, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Galactic Netcasts, or uh, Google Plus. You can put us in the, the circle. Uh, like besties uh, maybe family Uh,
0: stuff us in one of your circles jam us in your circle in your yeah uh, but gotta be the
1: good one like you know first love um, soulmate yeah Yeah. Uh,
0: that's the great thing about google plus is you can call your circles whatever the hell you want
1: did you have you seen the commercial
0: uh i'm not sure it's
1: kind of cheesy but it's kind of funny it's like some girl putting a guy into her google circle that's like creepers and then it goes on and on to like friends and then she has a like boyfriend and then they get married okay so it's like her moving him from circle to circle from like creepy guy in the corner to okay. <laughs> okay.
0: so, so how did it end they they stayed married or or did they get divorced and he and she <laughs> put him back in the creeper food. circle again well,
1: Divorcee. Yeah. No, it just it ends like right after I think they get married and says goes into husband and that's it. But it's just like literally the circle and his picture just being dragged and dropped.
0: I could see somebody I, totally uh, doing something with that, you know, make a parody I'd, of that. Surprise! If someone hasn't already. Yeah, done no, something. that's how the internet works. All right, uh, so let's talk about um, next week's assignment. Uh, it is the uh, 19. I thought we should do a holiday. Type film since Christmas is coming up, and that's exactly what we're going to do. It's the 1964 holiday favorite, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And here's the. I have sp- no idea
1: what to expect.
0: <laughs> it's, this. I've seen parts of it a long time ago, and it's bad. Just here, here's the, here's here, here's how bad it is. The Mystery Science Theater 3000 people did this movie. So that'll give you an idea of how it, how bad it is. But here, here's an even better idea of, of how bad it is. The Martians are irked that their children spend so much time watching TV shows from Earth that sing the praises of Santa Claus, so they decide to make a trek to the planet to capture Mr. Claus. During their mission, they also abduct two children who lead the aliens to the North Pole and Santa. The Martians take all three Earthlings back to Mars, where with the help of a naive, or no, with the help of a native, they managed to, sp- they managed to spread Christmas cheer throughout the Red Planet. That's basically what the movie's about. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, don't miss the holiday special of uh, the Sci-Fi Film School podcast next week. Take a, uh, t- uh, check out that movie. It's on Netflix streaming. And then join us next week. And if you don't want to miss a single episode... You can uh, subscribe to the podcast by clicking the iTunes logo at galacticnetcast.com or just go to uh, iTunes and just look up Galactic Netcasts and the uh, Sci-Fi Film School podcast specifically. Or you can fill out the email form on the website galacticnetcasts.com and you'll be notified whenever we have a, a new episode up. You can also listen to us on Stitcher Smart Radio. Have you gotten the Stitcher Smart Radio yet, Matt? I have not. I'm
1: pretty sure I'm going to. I started listening to uh, podcasts at work because I'm running out of music to listen to. So,
0: well, if you want to, if you want a list of kick-ass podcasts, I can provide that for you. Please do. I listened to one
1: this morning. Slash Film, I think it was.
0: That's a website.
1: Yeah, so is the guys from Slash Film do a podcast? Or one of them does, or something? So it's just like a movie review podcast.
0: Okay, that sounds cool.
1: Yeah, they did a a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas was the one I listened to, and the guy from uh, The League was on it. I can't think of
0: his name, though. Oh, cool. Okay, so if you're interested in in Stitcher Smart Radio, um, basically the concept is it's an app that you put on your your smartphone, either be it an iPhone, an Android phone, BlackBerry, WebOS, whatever, and you can just stream the podcasts without downloading, without using any of the memory on your, on your phone. Um, That's cool. I've also seen Stitcher in uh, Ford cars, the brand-new Ford uh, Sync system. It's incorporated yes. in, in, into that. Uh, you can also get, I believe, a Stitcher app on your Roku box if you have a Roku, if you watch your TV through Roku, so they're pretty much all over the place. Just uh, look up, just Google Stitcher Smart Radio, and you can find it that (laughs) way. So that's going to be it for episode 13 of the Sci-Fi Film School podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time, Matt. See ya. This has been a presentation of Galactic Netcasts. To subscribe to this and our other podcasts, go to galacticnetcasts.com.